and welcome to the Confusion to Clarity podcast. This podcast is for anybody who needs that reminder that they really are capable of achieving amazing things. Each week, we will be diving deep into all things mindset, manifestation, and spirituality. Hosted by me, Natalie, a clinical hypnotherapist, psychotherapist, coach, mum, and lover of all things mindset and manifestation. When listening, I want to give you a break from reality. I'm going to share with you the tools and techniques that you need to make your goals reality so you can stop playing. Hello and welcome back. I hope you're all doing well and have had a great week. So I finally bought an air fryer. I know, could this podcast get any more exciting? But I like to make it personal and share my life highlights, even the highlights of getting an air fryer because that's pretty much as exciting as my life gets. (laughs) Um, And I know I'm so late to the party, but that generally is me. Um, However, I totally get the hype about them now, and I can see why everybody's been talking about them for the last three years, because I'm obsessed and just air frying everything. Um, But yeah, feel free to join in the air fryer chat below. If you've got any recipes or suggestions, share them below. Um, Because yeah, I've now become a fully-fledged member of the Air Fryer Club. Anyway, back on to this week's topic and something far more interesting than talking about air fryers. Um, I wanted to cover a topic that I've not spoken about before, but it is something that comes up really frequently in my sessions with my clients because this topic really does impact us as adults and in so many different ways. And that is the subject of inner child healing and inner child work. So I wanted to cover today how we can begin to understand what our inner child is, how we can begin to heal our inner child and also support it. So what is our inner child? Maybe you've heard about it before but haven't looked into it or maybe you've heard it mentioned but have thought it might be a bit like out there and not really understood what it was all about. So essentially it is about the experiences that we go through as children, the experiences we have, the influences around us that shape us and ultimately have a huge impact on us as adults. Now sometimes we might become aware of these things, Um, you know, we might know something that happened as a child that triggers us as an adult, but sometimes these things can play out unconsciously. So I have clients who can identify why they feel this way and then there are other clients who come to me that just aren't aware, they they act in a certain way as an adult but it actually does stem back to experiences in childhood. So one memorable client that I had um, a few years ago now came to me with um, disordered eating. Now the really interesting thing here was they had never thought of themselves as being like overweight or needing to lose weight or fixating on weight in any way. It was just that they didn't like eating and they had a fear around food. But this had gone on for as long as they could remember and they were told um, that they had an eating disorder. They were made to feel bad about their actions. So we worked together over a number of sessions. We looked at how they felt, how it was manifesting and importantly, how they wanted to be and feel moving forwards. So using hypnosis, we went back to their first memories of food to see if anything significant came up. They unlocked a memory from when they were around seven years old. They'd been out with their family on a day trip to the Tower of London and there was a huge display all about beheading and they were absolutely terrified of the pictures and the kind of the gruesome scenes. 
It was at that moment a family member suggested that they went for food after. Now, my client's brain made a snapshot of the fear that they were feeling at that time, and then it was associated with food. And from there, that cascaded into technically a fear of eating that was with them through childhood and into adult into their adult years too. So working together, we were able to identify this, release it, and she was able to let go of the patterns. I've also had highly successful clients before who constantly push themselves to strive for more. They struggle to acknowledge their wins um, and they live in a constant state of needing to prove themselves. Like, you know, it's never enough, like on to the next thing. And this often stems from being pushed as a child and having unrealistic expectations or the expectations of others pushed upon them. So how can you identify whether you have a wounded inner child? So as I said, you might be aware of things that happened in childhood and be able to link them to behaviours as an adult. Or as I said, it might be something unconscious where you do something in a certain way, but aren't aware that it stems back from childhood. So the first way to kind of identify if there is a wounded inner child is when you find yourself masking emotions and not sharing them with anybody. Perhaps you hold back your tears and you force yourself to put a brave face on. So to the outside world, nobody would know how you're feeling, but on the inside, it's a completely different story. You might link your worth with productivity and success. You're constantly striving for more. You're never satisfied with your performance. If you aren't doing well, then you're a failure. There's like no middle ground and you find yourself being overly self-critical and failing to acknowledge your wins and really acknowledging to yourself that you are doing well, um, you know, being so harsh on yourself. Maybe you avoid confrontations and you're prone to people-pleasing. Perhaps you see that you dim your light to keep, you know, yourself playing small. Maybe you keep your ideas to yourself. You don't share them with the world. You notice how you are always going along with the crowd as opposed to expressing your views and opinions. So you're not drawing that potential negative attention to yourself. You might find it hard to implement and stick to boundaries. Um, And if you can identify, you know, there's an issue there or this resonates with you, In episode seven of the podcast, I created a whole episode all on boundary setting. So if that is something that you, um, you know, do find hard, maybe you're not sure how to implement boundaries effectively, then I'd really recommend going back and listening to that episode. So it's episode seven, I'll link it below. This is something I see a lot and I'm guilty of this too. You see any hint of constructive criticism as a negative. So like I said, this affects so many people and you know, an example would be you have an appraiser at work, your boss tells you, you know, really enthusiastically what an asset you are to the company, they highlight how amazing you are, all your strengths, but then they put, perhaps add on, oh, you know, do you know, it'd be even better if you could share your ideas in meetings. Now, intellectually, you know, when they say that, that they're saying you have value, share it, you know your stuff, people want to hear it. But you internalise that as, well, clearly I'm shit. They think I have no confidence. And then you find yourself queuing that negative spiral of overthinking, doom, and all the good things that had been said have just gone. You fixating on that one negative, well, perceived negative point. So like I said, sometimes you are aware and sometimes you're not aware that there is a wounded inner child. But whether you can identify something or not, 
working on your inner child is incredibly beneficial all round. It can help you to release negative patterns, beliefs, it helps you to understand yourself at a deeper level and also find more enjoyment in life. So how can you connect with your inner child? And as I always point out, if um, you know examples raised you know, really resonate with you and you're starting to identify that they are affecting you in your everyday life, then seeking professional help is incredibly powerful for regaining control, making sense of the past, finding a way to release it and allow yourself to positively move forward. But that said, there is so much benefit on working on ourselves. So these are just some ways you can connect with your inner child, um, really simple, easy ways. Um, And like I said, even if you aren't identifying an inner child wound, these are still really beneficial things to do for yourself. So the first thing is to see that inner child. So literally visualize that younger, say seven-year-old version of you. What do they need to hear right now in order to help them feel secure? What did they need at that time that maybe for one reason or another wasn't available to them? Um, You know, I've read things before where they've said, actually place a picture of yourself as a child somewhere prominent that you will see it. So pin it up on a mirror. That way, when you see the picture, it acts as that positive reminder to be kinder to yourself. So when you're being self-critical, you know, really hard on yourself, imagining that you're saying those things to that little version of yourself and you wouldn't say those things to a child um, so it just helps you to be less self-destructive so again it's really just asking yourself how can you change the language you're using about yourself how can you change those thoughts that you're thinking about yourself to ones that are kinder that that younger version of you needed to hear that's going to benefit them forgiveness now forgiveness is a really part of important part even of inner child work So in episode 12 of the podcast, I created a whole episode on forgiveness. I covered why it's important and ways that you can actually practice forgiveness. Um, So again, I'll link that episode below in case you want to go back and have a listen to that because forgiveness around inner child healing is so, so powerful. But also forgiveness in general, again, is a really important self-development tool. But I think one of the most important things to realise when we talk about forgiveness work is that we're not condoning somebody else's bad behaviour. That isn't the case at all. When we're practising forgiveness, what we are doing is we are forgiving ourselves. It's about healing ourselves. It's about releasing those beliefs that we're holding on to and reframing them. And it's not an easy thing to do, but it is incredibly powerful. So you could try treating yourself to something crazy that you would have loved as a child, so like a huge ice cream sundae, for example. And I don't know why the film Home Alone 2 just came into my head there, but you know the part where Kevin orders room service and he has that huge ice cream sundae. Perhaps you could find books that you loved as a child and reread those. The list is endless, but it's important to be kind to yourself and not feel silly. What you want to do is rekindle that excited kind of Christmas morning type feeling. Practice speaking your truth. Now, children don't have filters. They say things how they are. Um, Now, of course, as adults, we do want to have some degree of a filter. Um, You know, you don't want to just say exactly what comes to your head. But you can start practicing and mentally rehearsing being honest about how you feel. And again, of course, every episode, your mind does not know the difference between imagination and reality. So even just mentally rehearsing, speaking out, saying things that you would like to say, 
even if you're just role playing it in your mind, you are kind of sowing those seeds. You're when you find yourself in that actual situation, your brain's going to go, oh yeah, we've done this before and it will just happen much more easily and effortlessly. So start small, start by I know, speaking up about your friends are going to the cinema and they're really sort of, oh, we're going to see this one, but you'd really like to see a different film. Rather than just keeping quiet, put your point across, well, actually, I'd like to see this. Or, you know, if you're having a takeaway, you really fancy, you know, a Chinese and everybody else wants to get Mexican, speak up and say, well, actually, I would like this. Um, It might even be turning down a social invitation when you know that going out would be really detrimental to your well-being because you've had a really busy week, you know tiredness triggers your anxiety. So rather than going out and burning yourself out and dealing with the consequences the next day, actually just saying, I'm not able to come on this occasion, but being confident when you say that and standing your ground. Another powerful technique is to write your younger self a letter. Now, when you're doing this really make sure you've got the time to set aside to really invest in this exercise because it can be quite emotive but you want to think about what did she need to hear or he need to hear back then but they didn't hear those words you could write words of encouragement and comfort you could add in things that are happening now in your adult life or things that went on to happen to give them reassurance. You know, tell them how things got better. You did realise your inner strength. You're able to move on from this. You know, it doesn't have, it's not always going to be this way. Like I said, it's a really emotional thing to do. So really do make sure that when you do this, if you do this, you set aside time, um, you know, and really invest in it and then have something positive to do after as well you know, just to keep your good vibrations flowing. You could spend time in the company of children. Now, I mean, children, you know, of course, obviously don't go and hang around a park. (laughs) That would be odd. Um, But being around children reminds us to be carefree. Children are living in the moment. You know, they're not thinking about, you know, what's going to happen tomorrow or the negatives. They're here and now they're in the present moment. So it's a real reminder for us to, to do the same. I think it was TikTok that I saw a video um, where there was a soft play centre, but they opened of an evening for adults. So you could go there, they did cocktails, they had music, and like these adults in this video were literally living the best lives, having a great time going around the soft play. Perhaps you could go roller skating, go on a bike ride, um, anything you did like that that you did when you were a child maybe not climb trees unless you're pretty brave, (laughs) but you get the picture. Go and do things that you used to do where you were just carefree and lost in the moment. Perhaps you could rekindle a childhood hobby, join a dance class, go horse riding. You know, ask yourself, were there any hobbies that you would have loved to have done when you were little, but that you weren't able to do for whatever reason? Could you now go and do those things now as an adult? There are some great inner child meditations on YouTube that you can have a look at and find one that resonates with you or just a general meditation. Honestly, if you can get into the habit of doing that on a daily basis, it really is a game changer. And finally, you could try making your or recreating your favourite dinner that you used to have as a child or maybe there was a specific dessert that you loved or cake. Go and bake it. You know, maybe you haven't had it for years. Spend time recreating those things that you used to love eating as a child. I actually did this a while ago. I bought my kids Pop-Tarts. Well, kind of for me. Um, we rarely had them as a child. And I was like, I saw them in the shop, in, in the shops, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get some. I got them, and I can now see why my mum didn't buy them 
like hardly ever because what a fucking pain they were. They got stuck in the toaster, they fell apart, they stuck to the bottom, I nearly caught fire. So yeah, like I said, I can see why my mum didn't like getting them. Although, thinking about it, thinking out loud, maybe I'll try it again with my trusty new air fryer. So I'll keep it posted if I try that. But anyway, that is the end of this week's episode. I hope you found it useful. If you have any comments or you want any more clarification on inner child healing or the points that I covered, all my contact details are below, as well as all my social media details. So if you've enjoyed this episode, please could I ask you to leave a review or share it with somebody else you feel would benefit from hearing this. Um, So I hope you all have an amazing week and I will speak to you again soon.